everybody, welcome to Smashing Game Time. We are three brothers that go through gaming's back catalog of yesteryear. I am your host, Nick. I've got Jake and Josh with me here. This is day three of Game of the Year so far, also known as Goaty So, as everyone is calling it. Before we get into it, we got a few housekeeping things. We are a Trident Network podcast. Go check out our sibling podcasts. They are awesome. Listen to us or watch us wherever you get your podcasts. Fuck the algorithm. Tell a friend. That's right. Word of mouth is king here. Everybody, let's get into it. Hey, everyone. It's day three. We've got three categories coming at you that we're going to debate on. We've, today, we've got biggest surprise. We have also got biggest sleeper and biggest headache. For the first one, you guys, are you guys ready to do biggest surprise? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And as always, everybody... Um, spoilers? Spoilers ahead, am I right? For biggest surprise, our nominees are Dredge, Little Gator Game, Honkai Star Rail, Dead Island 2, Dave the Diver, Hi-Fi Rush, The Last Spell, and Back Firewall. So we've got eight games right there. Biggest surprise. Going down this list, Josh, what's what, what's on your mind? So I, I as, we've given The Last Spell so much credit. And it was a surprise. However, I think there's a bigger star here, in my opinion. Okay, who do you? And think that is Dead the... Island Two. Have you played Dead Island Two? Like, what's? I've I've played the demo. Okay. I, I so I'm not saying it should be number one, but I think it should be at least considered to be, because for how long it took to come out, and for the surprise of like, it, it actually finally coming out. We, we, you know, everybody was, the anticipation was so low. The bar was set so low. And they said, you know what? Fuck your bar. And they jumped over it. So what do you, what do you like about it? You're, you're kind of just. You're Beating sp- around the bush. Beating around the bush. You're not really saying much Okay, so us. it's a beautifully uh, made game. Like, it, it, aesthetically, it's very pleasing. Like, for, it looks like they actually took their time and care with the graphics the gameplay mechanics are also more solid than they were in the first one, which I would hope so. I'm not saying it was bad, but they improved on it. There's a little more coherent story to it. The characters are uh, better designed, better written. I mean, just all in all, it's a top notch game. It was definitely a surprise in my opinion. Okay. We can come back to it. Uh, Looking at this, I've got, I've got a few, I've got a few in this race. Dredge. The more I look at Dredge on this, I remember the build-up to it. I was really hyped on Dredge. And it was never like, you know, when you hear about a game and you hear the concept and you're really Mm -hmm. hyped on it and then it doesn't deliver? This is one of those ones that did deliver, but I wasn't like sitting there like, oh, this isn't going to hit. So in that way, I think Dredge can come off this list. Uh, I don't agree with Josh's Dead Island. Oh, okay, Jay, go ahead. To me, Dead Island is just dying light without parkour. Well, yeah, but Dead Island One was. What? Wait, what came first, Dead Island One or Dead Island? Okay. Yeah. Because then we got Riptide, like I think the year after, which is like mm-hmm. the official, unofficial sequel to it. I just felt like Dead Island, or not Dead Island, Dying Light did a better game than Dead Island. I feel like they're well, different. I'm not denying that. I feel like they're different games. And I feel like Dying Light 2 didn't really meet a lot of people's expectations. Was that last year? Mm-hmm. That was last year now. Yeah, right? it was last year, yeah. yeah. And that was another one that was I feel like I heard that 
people were talking about that in 2017, 2018. Yeah, but for a while, ever since the the, the following, which was the DLC to the uh, first game came out. But even then, up until that point, the first Dying Light had been receiving updates, new uh, everything from items to uh, updates. I mean, they were like it was still a very much live game. Yeah, I. I don't. I don't know if that compare. Like they both have zombies in it. Dying Light has parkour. Does Dead Island Two try to do any of the parkour stuff? I mean, not necessarily. Like I guess maybe jumping and climbing, but they don't have like the at least where I was at. It could be different. I haven't looked into all of it, but they could have a grappling hook. But what I saw was just mainly just climbing and running. Because it wasn't feels much. So if, if I'm and I'm not, I'm not an expert in either of these. But from the outside looking in, Dying Light Two feels more grim more story heavy i remember there being like some decisions that change a lot like you do something and it unfloods part of the city and it's just very grim there's a focus on the night portion of it where the zombies become more aggressive it just it feels like it focus does dead island 2 still focus on the goofiness like dead island 1 did i mean there was a little bit in there but i don't think at least what i played there wasn't nearly as much as there was in the first because I remember, I mean, I don't know about you guys. I remember playing and beating all of the first one. Didn't touch Riptide whatsoever. I didn't touch either of them, but I think, I do think Dead Island 2 sticks for biggest surprise because I think a lot of people, like when they're finally like gonna, when they're finally like, hey, this is coming out. It's, it's It was kind of like when Duke Nukem Forever was getting ready to come out. When was that? Almost 10 years ago now. And everyone was like, oh my God, it's coming. This is going to be big. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad, and I feel it like was it was bad. the opposite for Dead Island 2. Everyone was like, this is going to suck. This game has been in development hell for how long now, and now it's coming out. It's just going to be ass. And it came out, and came yeah, out the, re- the reviews were really mixed, but it sounds like more people like it than didn't. I mean, they didn't shit on it like they just, well, for the Forspoken videos that we were watching, people were just shitting on it. And I didn't, I don't know why. I don't understand. The it whole almost force. felt forced. I don't understand. Yeah, the Forspoken stuff felt forced, but we'll, we'll get back to that in a little bit. Uh, looking at this, Josh, I think you're the only one that's played Honkai Star Rail. Yeah. Sell me on it. So why was it surprising? Uh, so to me, at least, uh, it wasn't something I was expecting. Like I didn't, I there's our people who probably knew it was coming out or like beta tested and whatever. One day I'm sitting in Mexico, just, you know, getting my tan on drinking a pina colada. And all of a sudden I see, I saw the commercial for it. And I'm like, okay. So I, I looked at the video. I kind of watched it. And I'm like, I like this. So I downloaded it and played it. And I have not put it down since then. I've literally logged in every single day since I picked it up in Mexico. And that was like the first week of May. What's keeping, what's keeping you in it? So it it just it has that JRPG element like the 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 standard formula of turn base which I absolutely love then you have weaknesses I mean it it's just it's the JRPG the way I remember them with a little more of a modern twist okay. but at the same time there's much more you can do and for a gotcha game you I mean realistically if you're playing it like I'm right now I did I have to spend the five dollars I wanted to spend no did I do it still? Yes. I literally you could play this game without putting a single dime into it. Guarantee it. More I feel that more with this than I did with Genshin Impact. How much have you spent on Hawkeye? Five dollars. It's more than a dime, sir. It's more than a dime, Josh. It, well, either way, I'd rather spend five dollars on a free game that's gonna keep my interest than 
seventy dollars on a game that is just complete ass. All right, uh, let's see. Let me go down some more of this list. Dave the Diver. So I think this is a surprise just because it's one of those games where the first thing I think a lot of people see is that stupid fucking cover <laughs> where it's just Dave, a little pixelated Dave, a big guy in a wetsuit just standing there with the scuba gear on his head. And you look at it and you're like, ah, this is probably some stupid little mobile game, some stupid little game that you know people will play for five minutes and be done with it. But it is deep, and that's not that's not a water pun either. That's not a that's not a diving pun. That was not a pun. It's just so you're you're diving, you're getting fish, you're doing farming stuff, you're doing uh, you're bartending at a sushi bar, and there's some story elements behind it. I won't get into spoilers, and the characters are really endearing. Like I care about these characters and I think it's, it's done this thing that like, I can't get into Stardew Valley. And I think this game has made me realize why I can't get into Stardew Valley. And it's that I don't care about the characters in Stardew Valley. And I know I'm going to probably get run out of town for that because there are people who like their whole personality is loving those Stardew Valley characters, but I've never really, like really found one there. I was like, yes, this is interesting. And I think the, I think the way that Dave, the diver fixes that is that it's giving you a character, a central character that you're playing who has a personality to him. Like when the game starts, Dave is just sitting on a beach. I believe he's retired and a friend calls him and says, Hey, we're going to go to the blue hole, which sounds like a strip club, but it's actually the place where you're diving. And so your friend, your friend is a, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the dude, the big Lebowski. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's a big Lebowski. He's, he's just this loud mouth guy. Uh, I don't think Lebowski's a loud mouth. Who's his buddy? Not Donnie. Uh, John Goodman's character. I can't remember saving my life, but he's, he's wearing, he's wearing Hawaiian shirts. He's like, just always got a drink in his hand. He's like, he's a businessman, but he's just like real cool businessman. And then you've got this sushi chef who's just very mysterious, but he's always angry at you. And I want to dig deeper and know about these guys. I want to know why they're doing this. I want to know why that one guy's secret of why this one guy's always doing business and why Dave is so, happy-go-lucky about coming out of retirement to go diving. And I, that surprises me because they're, they're, they're these stupid little pixelated characters, but here I am caring about them. Uh, Hi-Fi um, Rush, this, I mean, it doesn't get any bigger surprise than a surprise release after a Microsoft event in January. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't remember the last time this has happened. Which, it's happened in my lifetime, duh. But Microsoft holds their event, Hi-Fi Rush is one of the games they show off, and they're like, oh, hey, by the way, look under your seats. We've already got it downloaded on your computer. You're all going to get to play Hi-Fi Rush by the time you get out of here. And it's really good. And I think the biggest surprise is, is that it's coming from Tango Games, the guys who just did the Naruto Ghost game. That, the name escapes me. for uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. There the guys who go. just did Ghostwire Tokyo, they're also famous for doing the two Evil with. Is it Evil Within? Yeah, Evil Within 1 and 2. Yeah, they did Evil Within. So this is a genre jump for them. This is a passion project, it sounds like, from the team lead at that at the um, studio, who I believe just left Tango Games. So big surprise on multiple factors. Surprise release. Surprise, it's really good. Surprise, 
this is from a developer you wouldn't expect this from. Uh, we've talked a lot about the last spell <laughs> this week already. The thi okay, the biggest surprise about the last spell to me is that I don't get mad when I fail in it, at least not yet. But like XCOM, if you if I'm failing at XCOM, I immediately get pissed and I'm ready to just be done with the fucking game. The last spell, like I can go in, so like you know the breakup is day is your base building, night is like the combat. I can be building on like day six, getting ready for night six combat and kind of have an idea day six of my material, like of all the building I've done where like, I'm like, okay, I'm completely going to get Wally whopped on night six. I know what's going to, I know what's coming and it's not making me mad. It's not making me like, Oh fuck. I, all right, let's abandon this run. No, like it's like, okay, well I'm still going to try in this run and see and get as many, like get as many kills as I can juice these numbers so I can get some extra stuff from the goddesses between runs, whatever. But I think that's the most surprising thing on that one. And then back firewall was just a touching game. A lot like uh, a funny touching game, a lot like a portal game. Uh, so we have seven here and we need to cut down to three. Um, so I do like Dave, the diver. It's one of those games that kind of reminds you of like Terraria. Mm -hmm. Uh, it kind of reminds me of um, just like a game where like you there's like so much mystery behind it. You don't know what you're going to get your ass into, you know, especially after, like after watching the trailer, like there's so much that it shows. So I'm all in for Dave. I'm OK with a little Gator game coming off of here because as big of a surprise it was for me, I don't think like people saw it and were like, oh, duh, dude, bro, man, bro. So we're okay. Are you guys okay with cutting it? Yes, I'm yeah, also okay fine. getting rid of uh, Honkai Star Rail. Yeah, but Josh, you were selling us so heavy, heavily on Honkai. Well, I also didn't put it on here. One of you guys did. So nope. was not me. I'm assuming it was Nick because he needed games. Well, I figured it was a surprise. It was, but at the same time, like uh, they they don't need me to praise them. It's still to our, sell it's for still a big our list, Josh. It's our list. We can do whatever we want. Yeah, I'm doing exactly that. I don't want to give them the credit like that Dave the Diver or Hi-Fi Rush deserve because those were definitely big surprises that how I was never expecting. How much is Dave? Is that tw 20 bucks? 20, 25, somewhere in that? 20 bucks. All right, I'm going to go get some Steam cards on my buff. <laughs> I, I think it's a mix-up. Mm, I don't know, man, because... Dead Island 2 was supposed to be shit, and it wasn't completely shit. Dave the Diver is just bonkers. And, and it just went 1.0, so that's crazy. Hi-Fi yeah, Rush. Like today. To, today. Did, did it, it go 1.0 today? Today. Wow. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush, just a double, su triple surprise, honestly. Last Bell. Uh, I can... Mm, 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 mm. I don't know if I'm going to be able to decide on what two to cut. It's Nick, hard. Nick, let me help you here. Use your words, Josh. No, use the power of the internet. No, use your words. Come on. It's a podcast. <clears throat> no, honestly, this this is going to be up there with the game of the year of like being a really difficult one to, to cut because, I mean, let's be honest. 
Did any of you guys have these games either on your wish list or on your pre-order list? Or honestly, did you pre-download it before it became available? No, I had the those bot. So the last spell and back firewall were both games I reviewed for Game Chronicles. And you didn't go in with like a full cup. Just didn't go in with an empty cup. No, I just I saw them and I was like, eh, okay. Yeah, and then they 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 grabbed a hold of you and you're like, holy shit, this is actually really fun, really good. Yeah, surprises work that way. Yeah. <laughs> I say, get you know rid of I'm trying to give you wall. commentary like you asked, and I'm just gonna use the power of the internet. Fuck back firewall. Yeah, but why why that one over? Just because it's it's our podcast. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, we have the power. Give me give me something, Josh. Come on. That is something. I just gave you a lot. Work with it, bitch. No, of all seriousness. Um, yes, Dead Island 2 was a surprise. But at the same time, is it really a surprise when you've waited? You've you made your fans wait. And I know what you're going to tell me. Josh is our podcast. I'm giving you a reason. Just accept what I'm about to no, say. No, no, no. I'm Josh. That is not what I meant when I said that earlier. So stop throwing a fit. I'm, De- I'm not throwing Dead a fit. Dead Island I'm just 2 is a surprise because it had no right to be as good as it was. Agreed, but... Dave the Diver, you showing us that actually looks a lot of fun. I'm really like, I didn't buy Den Island too. However, watching you play Dave the Diver and explain it, I kind of want to. I kind of want to buy it. Hi-Fi Rush, I already have have it because of you. The Last Spell, honestly, it's it's right there on my list. It's, all I have to do is press the button and explain to my wife why I spent hundreds of dollars in games that I'm probably. Never not going to touch right the second because I have too many games. <laughs> They're going to be sitting just sitting there at the bottom. I have more dust than I have games. I like I said with Dead Island Two guys, it's it's exactly like Dying Light, but without the parkour. But if Dead, Island, if Dead Island came first, though, so Dying Light is like Dying Light would be riffing off of the. I just add, Dying Light added the parkour, though. Well, the way business works is either make something new or make something that better than more, what it was. More people know Dead Island than Dying Light. Oh, that's not true. I that do, is I, so 100%, not true. 100%. 100%. 100%. And you know why? And it's not the greatest reason ever. Because that fucking trailer. That trailer got that video game fucking optioned for like film. More people know Dead Island than Dying Light. Well, Nick, you're the that that you saying that is the equivalent of people going, "Oh man, you've got to watch this, The Last of Us. It's so good." No, like that is more people know. Like seriously, that Dead Island trailer did waves for them. That's the whole reason. Dead. That's the whole reason Dead Island is still a thing because that trailer fucking made a ripple in how trailers are done. Now, it, it hasn't made the same ripple as, say, like the Gears of War, um, what the fuck is that song, Mad World, that completely just made everyone say, hey, we want to do a slow, sad version of a song in our trailer. And everyone said, yeah, but that fucking Dead Island trailer is probably, I would imagine, one of the most watched trailers for a game ever. I want to look that up now. I want to put your money where your mouth is. So I know Nick's Nick's accurate about that because it was like everyone is a pretty well made trailer, but it didn't deliver in game. No, I yeah, mean, but still, like that more the forget forget the game. Just think, 
you, someone who, who said it was it Jake or Josh that said Dying Light was more popular than Dead Island. Us both. I did. We yeah. I mean, I well, so maybe maybe as a game, maybe as a game, people maybe it's rated better. But just from a stance of more people knowing of something's existence, I'm talking. I'm not. I'm not only talking gamers. I'm talking just like the general public. I think Dead Island is. Like, if you were walking through a store and you had them both next to each other, people were stopping for the Dead Island because they're like, oh, I saw that tra- That trailer was crazy. doesn't matter if the trailer and the game don't line up. But, Nick, Nick, here's the thing, though. We're not talking about the first Dead Island. We're talking about Dead Island 2. Yeah, and I still think it's a big surprise because here we are 10 years later. I don't. It's I, I kind of agree surprise. with Jake. I mean, it, it was good. But Hi-Fi Rush was definitely a surprise. Like that, that to me was like a Microsoft was like, you know, they're pampering you, making it real good, you know, rubbing on your back because your back is sore and you, you know, whatever. And then boom, ass full of dick. I have no idea where all that came from, Josh. You know what? I had something and I was working with it and it kind of just fell apart. Okay? I think you just were thinking about ass full of dick and wanted to say ass full of dick the whole time. I mean, I have been thinking about it lately, yes, but that's not the point. The I'm point okay is with cutting Dead Island too. I still think Dead Island is more popular than Dying Light across the board. And then, uh, I mean, out of these four, I'd cut back Firewall. And then let's get these let's get these bad boys in order. So we have three left. We have Dave the Diver, Hi-Fi Rush, and the Last Spell. I think Hi-Fi Rush deserves number one. I think it's between Hi-Fi Rush and Dave the Diver. I, I want to say Hi-Fi Rush uh, just because it was one of those games that just like actually came out of nowhere. Surprise. And a lot of people played it. It's more well-known. It's uh, entertaining. Like There wasn't like anyone like looking forward to it to its release. You had no one backing it. It just came out. And the fact that it was a passion project. My God. Like, What more do you need? And it feels it feels good to, besides jumping. The jumping feels weird in it, but besides that, everything in it feels perfect. Uh, I'm okay with making that number one. Dave the Diver number two, and Last Bell number three. That works for That's me. That's fine. Uh, right. What else, have you guys uh, heard about the the hard mode on Hi-Fi Rush? No, I haven't heard uh, that. R- remind me. It's been a minute. Basically, you can't hit under a certain like combo you know you had to keep up with the combos in the game so is it just instant failure if you're under a certain like if you're under like an a rating yes. or something like that yes i like that i i'll never play it but i like the concept of it so for biggest surprise we have hi-fi rush taking the top spot with dave the diver and the last spell taking second and third respectfully is it respectively no it's respectively right yeah respectively. I, I don't know how fucking words work today you guys you don't All right, our second category for day three is Biggest Sleeper. This is a game that is pretty good. It's pretty good, but people aren't really out there playing it, at least from what we've seen, at least from what I've seen out there. Uh, Our nominees are, look at that, Dead Island 2, Pizza Tower, Hi-Fi Rush, The Last Spell, Humanity, Moon Leap, Mr. Sun's Hatbox, Backfire Wall, Phantom Brigade, yeah, Phantom Brigade, and Forspoken. I want to say just off the top, I think Forspoken got way too much shit for that dialogue. I think that 
Atomic Heart came out around the same time, maybe a month later, and had cringier moments, cringier dialogue, and people didn't line up to shit on that one. People lined up to shit on Forspoken left and right. It's uh, just look don't don't Google or YouTube Forspoken dialogue because it's just everybody being cringier than the thing that they're saying is cringe. AK, we spent 30 minutes before the episode doing that, and that's all we could find. It was so bad. Like, it's, pe- it's people not understanding how to do sound saying that the game sounds cringe. It's like, dude, you, I, your voice is distorted in my ears. Leave it alone. So I think, I think Forspoken is going to be in the top three here. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I didn't see anything. You showed me, like, three videos, and I was thinking their videos and their talking was more cringe than the actual the topic the, that they're going after the common the commentary the the gamer commentating on it right yes it was oh god it was so bad like, a lot of it just felt very forced right they were just like oh they saw the seo and they're like i'm an seo whore i have to go after it we originally were for day four we were originally going to do a category about best forespoken line but I couldn't find, first of all, I couldn't find clean video because everything on the internet was somebody cringing over the cringe stuff. Mm-hmm. And we didn't, I don't think the game needed more people dumping on it. We weren't going to dump on it. We were actually looking for good dialogue. And you know what? I think Forspoken, every video I've seen of the gameplay looks fine. The dialogue is not the best dialogue, but again, serviceable. I compare it to something like Velma. I think Velma as a concept worked but there were bad jokes in there yeah not every joke made me laugh but i think velma was still watchable and you know what people might hear that and be like nah fuck this guy let's get out of here but i maybe i don't want that kind of person watching i mean that's how i'm right now with you see you josh <laughs> just I, I heard some of the jokes i'm just like what executive like just decided to sit down and go know it that sounds fucking fantastic. Put that in. A lot of a lot of shows are like that. So I'm just like, what? Oh, I, I agree, but idea. I, but but Velma more than anything. I'm just like, you that got through. It was fine. Someone thought that was funny. There were bad jokes, but it was fine. It was all right. I it's I think it's got like a 1.6 on IMDb. I'd give it like a five. I, I don't, still probably want. I would also watch it. I would also give Ted Lasso a five though. Two shows I'll never watch because I really don't care. Like, there were people who were upset over Velma, but then they'd be over in the corner jerking off to Ted Lasso. And you're Ted like, Lasso's a feel-good show, Nick. I wish Ted Lasso was my dad! Oh, well, I mean, we're of... probably talking about the same people who are like, dude, have you watched the latest season of Stranger Things? Uh, you know, no, I haven't seen any of it. I don't want to get off topic, but Stranger Things, I think that... I don't need a two-and-a-half-hour-long episode. I don't. I don't. I don't, especially when you make characters disappear for like 40 minutes. You obviously didn't need all that time. Just stop. Just stop. Well, I think nobody Forsp- likes Bobby Brown. All that to say, Forspoken <laughs> can stay for now. Phantom Brigade is the, it's the XCOM like, it's the tactics game with the mechs, but you're not moving on, you're not moving on blocks. You're not, you're not moving like two blocks up, three blocks over. You're creating a path and that path that you're traveling on your enemies traveling on their path at the same time. And you're planning your attacks along your path. I think it's pretty good. I haven't heard too much about it in a while. I uh, haven't seen a lot of coverage for it. I do think it's a really good game. I was playing early access. I haven't played 1.0. It went 1.0 this year. 
Uh, back firewall, again. I mean, we just took it out of biggest surprise, so of course it slept on. Of course it slept on. Uh, Josh, you got anything on Dead Island, too? Yeah. We, I mean, there's a, like, do the fans really want to hear me explain it again? No, I, I think, yes, it did get, it is slept on. Like, obviously it was a big surprise, and just because people are butthurt, and are like, oh, it took forever to come out, or it's just like Dying Light. Well, yeah, no shit. Dead Island came out first. Of course, it's going to be a Dying Light. Let's be honest. Both copied off of uh, uh, Dead Rising. I just never understood that. I never understood the the inclination to go and say, and this isn't, this isn't at you, Jake. This is people in general. Oh, this is just this, but with that. Like, you can do that for everything. Everything's iterating off of something else. Like, oh, well, Silent, just, Hill, Silent Hill is just Resident Evil without the zombies. Well, let's face it. Everything is a something killer. Mm, I always hate. But, I always hated I, that term, but Halo that's, killer. But, I but that's just that. it. That's what everybody goes to is, oh, this is the Halo killer. Oh, this is the Call of Duty killer. Oh, this is the the dying or the dead uh, island killer. You're talking about those hardcore gamers, Josh. I think those people don't. I think those people... Uh, I don't think they is, exist as much as we think. I think there's a handful of them. They're just the loudest, most annoying people well, in the League of Legends chat. That's well. That's everybody or every like stereotype in general. There's a very like very select few who actually are that stereotype, but they created it. They're just the loudest, and we're like, oh, I guess everybody. I guess I guess all gamers are like this. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. So I I I, I, I think it's slept on. Am I thinking it's going to make top three? No. But is it going to beat just about a handful of these on here? Yeah. Uh, pizza, uh, pizza Tower. Sorry. Go, Jake, you were going to say something? Yeah, I was going to say, we could probably get rid of Hi-Fi Rush. I don't think it's a slept-on game. I like, yeah, I've, I've seen. So I, I will say this. In like in the prep, yeah, in the preparation, I was doing some research, reading like articles of the bigger websites. It was like, hey, here are the big games of the year so far. And I think only one of them had Hi-Fi Rush on it. Only one of them. So I was kind of annoyed by that. But you probably looked at all these websites and all they did was name the big, like the AAA title games. No, because one of them had fucking Company Heroes 3 on that list. Wasn't it technically considered a AAA title? Isn't it's it R- technically? It's, a, it's an RTS though. Still, it's a tri- it's still a AAA title. RTS. Oh, AAA. Hi-Fi yeah. Rush could be considered AAA. It's coming. It, uh, Bethesda publishing it. Yeah, but who produced it? Bethesda and Microsoft. Yeah, it's an Xbox exclusive. Oh, okay, fair enough. But I still, mean, I Company mean, Heroes Three might be AAA, but it's still an RTS. It's RTS is not mainstream. Which I was gonna think was that a group collaboration or was that one person writing it? What are you talking about the 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 article you read? The article. The article. Oh, these are all these are all like collaborations. They get their okay. they get their writers that, together and get it. Okay, I was gonna ask if it's a single one. That's why. But if it's a group, I couldn't tell you. I think it can come off because I think it's getting its recognition in the spaces it needs it. I was just baffled that this wasn't on moral list when I was reading through those. Now we've we've sang the praise for the oh wait let's get back to Pizza Tower. Pizza Tower is a two D platformer. You guys remember Boogerman? It's got Boogerman vibes. 
I don't know. Uh, have you ever seen Pizza Tower, Jake? No. Uh, it, so I think as of recently, at least the past couple of weeks now, it's actually blown up on the internet. Uh, I know uh, the game theorist actually did a theory on it. What does wait? Who is game theorist? Who is this guy? Uh, Matt Pat. Uh, what? What is it? Just like a video essay that he does? Uh, basically, and it just explains like uh, theories. Oh, I know things. what Pizza Tower is. It's got that early '90s cartoon vibe to it. Yeah. I heard good. I heard great things about those. What was his theory on it? That the main character you play as is actually the villain. Because he likes to make pizza. <laughs> well, no, exactly. It it's based on like uh, just certain things. Like one of the uh, one of the boss fights is a clone of you or clones of you. So he's like, oh, well, it looks like possibly you could have been one of the. Uh, one of the like original cast of the the pizza company that the pizza face is uh, a part of. Like you are a mascot, and like you were like you rose from the top and then left, and things started to go. It's you'd have to watch the theory. I'm not going to sit here explain a 20, uh, 20 minute theory on it, but it's really good, and the game looks fantastic. Like you said, 90s era. I mean, it really it really struck a chord with me because it looks so much like a 90s game. It's amazing what people can do. They even got the little purple TVs. That's crazy. Yeah, I like I like the uh, the name of the publisher. Oh, Tor de Pizza. Yeah, so you know it's like they're like legit. They're all in. That's uh, that's the one thing they're like. Yeah, we're just gonna do Pizza Tower for the rest of our lives now. Here's Pizza Tower, uh, but it's a puzzle game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think if it start, I think it's, if it's starting to have its day in the sun, it can come off. Yeah, I think it can come off. Like I said, if you. <laughs> If you're getting a theory on YouTube over a you know a huge group like that, yeah, you probably need to come on. It's crazy that sometimes it's, that's all it takes is one fucking dumbass YouTuber be like, "Hey, look hey, at this." I like I like Matt Pat. All right, you leave him out of this. All right, I'll, if you like him, I like him. Humanity, I think this one can come off. Uh, this is the puzzler with the dog. I know I put this on here. I don't care. I think it is. I think the fact that it's on PS5, PC, but it's also a VR game has given people with VR headsets for some reason something to look forward to. VR game? Yeah, you can play it in VR. So I think it can come off. Uh, The next two I'm going to argue for. Moon Leap is the uh, platformer puzzler where you are the moon. You're a little moon guy, and you're like a little yellow moon guy, so then when you're yellow, some surfaces have spikes on them, and then when you jump, you turn blue, and it switches what surfaces have the spikes on them. And it's just fun little, hey, you have 10 levels. It's world one, level one, and you go through those 10 levels in world one, you get them done, and the progression is great. You're constantly having new elements introduced. I think the latest I got to is there was moving animals that they either grew spikes or you could use them to walk over the spikes. But it's just it's a continued drip of new stuff, uh, and I don't hear a lot of people talking about this one. Another one I actually reviewed is Mr. Sun's Hat Box. This is too. Uh, let me let me tell you on this. Let me let me tell you why I think this game is big, and let me tell you why I think the things that are big about it are what makes it overlooked. This is 2D MGS5. 
It's two D. It's two D. Metal Gear Solid Five. Josh said a cookies and cream bar. <laughs> Josh, are you yes. eating a cookies and cream bar in the middle of the podcast? I saw it. I am. I'm a little hungry, guys. I'm sorry. But yeah, Mr. Sun's hat bar. It's Metal Gear Solid Five, and but not a lot of people are talking about it. People were gaga for Metal Gear Solid Five. I was one of them. Well, you actually had me sold yesterday when you said just because a package didn't make it to your door, the company decided to come in and just murder everybody. They're like, yeah, we're going to get your hat back. And they just start killing everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, uh, that's not even the right hat. No, that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> well, you, you can have this one. We're going to keep looking for your hat. <laughs> that's that's where you had me sold. I'm like, God damn it. Why did you just start with that? This is the most random bullshit I've ever heard. I love it. It's so Games. stupid. It's 15 bucks. I don't understand why it's slept on. I do not understand it. See, I, I think Mr. Mr. Sun's hat box you sold me on that, and I was like, God damn, we need to talk about this more, and we're not. Moonleaf, I can give two shits about at this point. Well, Mr. Think, Sun's hat box is where I'm at. I think the easier way for me to compare that one is just to be like, oh, hey, by the way, Moonleap is just a slower pace than Meat Boy. Right. Would be would be the way that I present that one. Yeah, but you, ha- you like I said, Moonleap, you're, you're going to have to sell really hard Mr. Sun's hat box. By God, the moment you said that, I'm like, yeah. Why are we not voting on this right now? I'm looking to see how many, how many Steam reviews it has. Oh, dude, it's co-op. 189. Let me check. Out of curiosity, I just want to see Moonleap. How many Moonleap has? It always, it always baffles me when I go to a game that I've never heard of and it has like 30,000 reviews. Let's see what Moonleap has. This will, this will decide. Moonleap has. 279 reviews. Not the way I thought that would have went. I would have thought Mr. Sun's Hatbox would have had more. I'm okay with cutting Moonleap and keeping Hatbox for now. Yeah, Hatbox is the big surprise for me. That's a sleeper, man. Sleeper. Uh, Forspoken is making the cut. We can cut Dead Island because I don't want to get into it again with you guys about uh, <laughs> about the Dead Island Dying Light. No, I, I, I agree that it was definitely slept on. We, and I'll still sleep on it because it sucks. Well, then, uh, do we want to cut it or do we want to keep it? No, I say keep it. I, I really think it is slept on. Plot twist. Uh, the last spell, not as slept on as some of these other games. I actually think this one is starting to make waves itself. But also, it's it's a roguelike strategy tactic uh, base builder. So it's one. It's not. It's it's niche. But it feels like it's kind of found its audience. I mean, it has me sold as well. But yeah, I definitely don't think it's slept on. All right, last spell. Hey, you're you're working you're working these other categories though. All right, so what we have left in biggest slept on game is Dead Island Two, Mister Sun's Hatbox, Back Firewall, Phantom Brigade, and Forspoken. I'm okay with taking Phantom Brigade out. I feel like it had a bigger backing during the uh, during early access. So I feel like the audience was there at one point, and then 1.0 came, and new people came in, but it just kind of just stayed at the same level. Yeah. Sounds like good enough reason for me. So then with that gone, we're down to Dead Island 2, Mr. Sun's Hatbox, Back Firewall, and Forspoken. 
So here's my three. Tell me what you guys think. Forspoken. Mr. Sun's hat box. Dead Island 3. Or Dead Island 2. Josh, did you just confirm Dead Island 3? I did by accident. God yes. damn it. Where's your integrity? Your sources are going to be, uh, was it fleeced and feathered or whatever? That's okay. So what were your three again before I before I got excited? Uh, Forspoken, Mr. Sun's hat box, Dead Island 2. Jake, what's your three? Uh... Forspoken, Mr. Sun's Hatbox, Dead Island 2. I was Mr. Sun's Hatbox, Backfirewall, Forspoken. Not not in that specific order, but... So it sounds like Backfirewall is not going to get the backing that it needs. So we've got, we've got three. We've got to get these in order. We've got Dead Island 2, Mr. Sun's Hatbox, and Forspoken. I think Forspoken can go to the top of the list. Yeah, I think me and Jake said the correct order. You guys said the correct order? I didn't. I just I, said I the, did. I said Forspoken, Mr. Sun's Hat Box, Dead Island 2. Yep. So we do one of these. So are we okay? Biggest slept on game, Forspoken, Mr. Sun's Hat Box, Dead Island 2. Yeah. Going once, going twice. Hey, everybody, we did it. We've got your biggest slept-on game after some heated debate. We've got Forspoken in the first spot with Mr. Sun's Hatbox and Dead Island 2 coming in in second and third. Woo! We got one more category. All right, our final category for today is Biggest Headache. And I know what you're thinking, Nick. You have Biggest Headache and Biggest Disappointment. There's a difference. We'll get to it. This is for, you know... You're not disappointed by it, but it's something that you're just like, man, this is a pain in the ass. And the nominees for Biggest Headache are Nine Years of Shadow for all of its crashing, Redfall, all of it, the Microsoft Activision acquisition, or lack of, games journalism, dot, 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 and it's gone. Hogwarts Legacy coverage, Atomic Heart coverage, Star Wars Jedi Survivor running like poo on the PC, Forspoken voice acting. Chained Echoes Review Bomb, The Last of Us PC Release, Multiverses No More, Diablo 4 Server Debacle, Server Debacle, State of Game Developers in the 20s, so, feels so weird saying the 20s, by the way, and having a biggest headache and biggest disappointment category. Yeah, that's clearly number one. That, one, that one's definitely going to stay. The, mm -hmm. I originally was going to say, let's take the Forspoken voice acting off, but I think the biggest headache of it is the people around it that are that are amplifying that this is an issue when in fact it is not i see i don't even think it's so much i think it's maybe one person said something and then it kind of just spiraled out of control and people are like oh i'm gonna copy that because i want to be a sheep and i want to follow and i want to make my own uh i want to make my own money doing this making I, fun of shit i think it started as a twitter post i'm not 100 on that but it is annoying like the 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 people around it are annoying not the voice acting. The voice acting is fine. Is there bad lines? Yes. We've already gotten into this, but I think it can stay for now. Uh, nine Years of Shadows crashing. You guys remember my Nine Years of Shadow debacle. This is the, actually the first category it is nominated for. I, I thought the game was great, but I was you were a constant threat of it crashing the entire way through. Yeah. This is the second category it was nominated for. You're right. You're right. It was a, it was a cover. 
hey, look at that. It actually had a positive nomination. I'm okay with keeping it for now. I just remember it was sucking really bad. In fact, there was one, the, the Grim Reaper boss was a pain in the ass. It was like the one boss I was struggling with. Finally beat him. And like within like the swipe, like when you do that killing swipe, there's the death animation. Right as the death animation ended, the game crashed. And it's a Castlevania, it's a uh, Metroidvania-ass Metroidvania in the, in the way that your save is tied to the last time you saved the game and not like any autosave or anything. So, yeah. Fucking crashing ass Nine Years of Shadow. Redfall, all of it. Has anyone here played Redfall? I refused no. to after seeing how terrible it was. The thing I saw was the textures were very bad. The character, the characters just did not look good. I think, oh, I, I think there was just like a room that someone was in in a building, and like the the floor, it was supposed to be a hardwood floor, but it was just like this brown square. <laughs> and just the fact, I think the big the uh, the looking from the outside in alone, just hearing that the developer. Mm, Hearing that the developer wanted, they thought they Microsoft was going to come in and cancel it and wanted them to cancel it, is just mind-boggling. Like, nobody ever comes out and says it that fresh out of the release. Like, usually that's something you hear 10 years down the road. No, this is someone being like, oh, we thought they were going to cancel that shit. And I don't think they've done anything major to fix it since then. No, I think that it's just a piece that they're like, ah, we're going to let this live over here and just be done with it let it die let it die uh there's the microsoft activision acquisition ftc i think has put the kibosh on it every other day it's a new thing where it's like it's gonna happen it's not gonna happen it's gonna happen it's not gonna happen i'm on the side for it not happening but just hearing all the shit that's coming out from sony from microsoft like did you hear they were thinking about buying bungie yeah uh, I saw yeah that. And they were looking at other companies, too. They were looking at Niantic. They were looking at Playdead and Supergiant Games. I just love the fact that Activision is the one that's stuck. I'm like, really? <laughs> so, yeah, that's a headache. Games journalism, and it's gone. There have been a bunch of layoffs. I think G4, either was that this year or late last year? G4 yeah, went bye-bye. Late last year. Yeah, something. And it like, had the shortest comeback in the world. Goodbye, G4. 2022 to 2022, question mark. Uh, let's see. Kotaku laid some people off. Giant Bomb had some layoffs. All these other companies. I think IGN is still holding strong. I think it's crazy. Cause anytime you hear about the, the state of games journalism, now people are like, yeah, IGN seems to be in a good spot. And it's kind of crazy because feels like they're the ones that really leaned on the guides side like the making yeah, guides they still do yeah they still do and i guess their traffic's good enough from those i feel like that's where a lot of their traffic is coming from i mean I, i'm not gonna lie anytime i look at like older games like ps1 ps2 for guides every time i type in a game and you know guide they're usually like within the top three websites Yo, if SEO, if SEO ever over undergoes an overhaul, they might be fine. <laughs> they're, they're playing that SEO game, and I guess they're doing really well with it. Speaking of journalism, the Hogwarts legacy coverage, uh, for those who don't know, J.K. Rowling is kind of an asshole and uh, 
games left or sorry companies left and right were either like we're covering it or we're not covering it and people are either getting mad at places for covering it or places for not covering it same thing for atomic heart atomic heart uh their developers based in russia i think the russian government owns some or gave them some money to make the game or something like i don't know the full details of it that was another one but that so you could kind of pair those two together because you would see the annoying thing every once in a while but oh they're covering atomic hearts but not harry potter hmm suspicious Whoa. suspicious to which i just say fuck off shut up like no no stop it so so the thing about like those two games that gave me a headache was that like when you had people streaming it they're like oh you support jk rowling oh you're streaming it because you support them. Like, no, I'm streaming it because it's a fun game. I don't care, like, who made this. It's a great game. Yeah, someone, uh, by the way, someone in this uh, chat is playing, uh, what is it called? Six Nights in Fallujah? Yeah. Josh. Six Days in Fallujah. I'm sorry, Six Days in Fallujah. Josh, do you support the Taliban? I'm just, I'm just fucking. Josh, I mean... what's, your, or what's, the, what's the famous <laughs> Twitch line? Josh, what's your favorite war crime? <laughs> no so okay. i think it's i think it's really ridiculous that people get mad one way or the other if something's being covered or not covered guess what have hogwarts legacy or not jk rowling got her money up front jk rowling's yeah. already gotten paid russia's still gonna do evil shit if you play atomic card or not and technically i think wb owns the uh harry potter universe Altogether. WB does, but JK JK is getting money for all that. Well, she gets like a little paycheck, but it's not a paycheck on how they do. She just gets a paycheck in general. I think no, JK still has the like JK still has the rights, and then she gets she gets producer credits on it. So like that TV show, she's gonna have. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, well, I don't, I don't know the, I don't know the legal logistics. stuff, guys. Legal. JK Rowling's still there, Josh. So it's not like she's I'm not going saying anywhere. she's not at this point, guys. She's an asshole. Call her out for her assholeness. Well, that's, I mean, that's all we can do. I'm not trying to, I'm trying to support the people who are in the industry trying to make a living. But yeah. fuck her. Yeah. 100%. Uh, sorry, my cat is sitting on my mouse. So let me move this over ha, here. Cat, mouse. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha. Mm. Uh, Star Wars Jedi running like poo on PC. But can, I mean, looking at that one. Anyone who bought that and thought it was going to run different, because the first one had the same issues, yeah, on, on PC at least. And so anyone who was like, "It's oh, like, what? What are you doing? No, stop!" <laughs> it's oh, like, <laughs> it's like, it's like pouring salt on a wound and like, "Oh, that hurt!" And then jumping into the ocean afterwards. No, I, I think more as you know the the meme with the paper boy. Uh, he's on the bike. He grabs the stick, shoves it into the. Uh, the wheel and it hits the end of the axle and he flips forward. He goes, Oh fucking stick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's basically, that's basically them. <laughs> I think Jedi survivor can come off because yes, I mean, it was, it was a big, it was a deal obviously, but at the same time, guys, it's history. Like you're just repeating it. Yeah. If you're getting, if, if, yeah, if you're beating your head against a tree and you get a headache and then a 10 and then five years later, you're beating your head against the same tree and get a headache i don't feel bad for you because you knew that's what happened the last time uh we already talked about forespoken chained echoes getting review bombed not for any like from my, my re from my research it wasn't any crazy shit it was just that the 
some of the languages weren't localized. Yeah. And so people started review bombing. And again, this is a solo developer. He probably had some, some help on the back end with some art stuff, but, and uh, he was out there like fighting it. Uh, it seems like it's gone away though, but it's just crazy. Cause I remember, remember it popping up in the news, like, Hey, this small little indie game that people love is getting review bombed. And they didn't have, whoever had the article didn't have the, game up in like the wink the screenshot it was just like a steam bad review picture with the thumb down so i clicked on it and saw it i was like oh my god it's because i reviewed it and it's a fine game but the fact that it it blew my mind that oh my god something i reviewed is getting review bomb i know that it's kind of it's kind of like when mr beast came out about the submarine and said i could have been on that submarine (laughs) yeah (laughs) i could have been there during the review bomb (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you th- do you really think Mr. Beast got uh, invited to that submarine? Um, he every time I see him in like in interviews, he seems like he's talking like he's he doesn't seem like an asshole. He doesn't seem like he's faking it. So I I do think maybe he was invited, but I don't know if it was maybe to that or the one prior even. Like I do think he was invited, but I just don't know to what extent. Do yeah, I mean I've read that. I saw that that tweet. Um, but speaking of that submarine, IGN showed off the Starfield controller, which looks pretty cool, it's by the cool way. It's a cool-looking controller. It's but retro sci-fi looking. One of the comments in oh, <laughs> the no. damn post no. was like, man, they should have used that controller for the submarine. <laughs> it probably would have worked a little better for them. Is his I name- was like, no. His name's not Mr. Beast. What Does he have a given? What's his given name? Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. I don't remember it on top of my head. Because I feel like an idiot calling him Mr. Beast. That's just his, his YouTube name. I hate I hate it. I, just give me his real... Hey, hey, you know what? Call me Flip Flap, Flip Flap Jack Rabbit for now Good on. one. You, you did it. You, you got it. That's my YouTube name. I'm Flip Flap Jack Rabbit. Here we go. Go I, eat a chocolate bar. I think Chain Echoes can come off cause, just because it's kind of subdued now. Uh, Last of Us PC release. That was a hot mess. Those videos that came out around that were fun. Wasn't there a a was there was there a blackface uh, Joel? I think there was. Where, like yes. he didn't he didn't properly render and he just looked like he was in blackface. Yes. I I, I hope I'm not misremembering that. I just no, for some I think reason, that's correct. For some reason, I'm like I feel like there was. <laughs> there, there was a lot of bad. I, I think at one point, uh, people who were like. I say speed running it, but people who are like trying to beat it as quickly as possible, I think at one point they were even, they couldn't even complete it because there was, uh, it just, it was so poorly imported into the PC that it would just crash since they get to a certain scene. I think this is, I think this one's saved a little bit by the PS5 release not running like shit. There, there weren't any reports of the PS5 version running like dog shit. No, either. I think it was all PC related. It can stay for now. I think this will not make the top three, but we can keep it for now. Jake, talk to us about multiverses. So, multiverses was so hyped up. You had the media uh, praising it, advertising it. You had uh, people like the chick that played Arya Stark go on uh, the Tonight Show and like talk about it. Like the game was highly advertised, but it just didn't deliver. To the point where the devs were like, yeah, we're going to pull it off uh, on this date and work on it. And it eh, hopefully release it next year. 
like it disappointed people but they're like oh yeah like sucking the the devs dick tony that's his name tony they're tony. like yeah dude that's so great dude I, I can't look forward to it i'm sure tony's a nice guy or whatever but know when your game isn't ready just know when your game's not ready like yeah it's in beta whatever but like the the hype of the game was evo that was it after evo it kind of just died yes they had new characters but they're they're more focused on cosmetics than they were the actual like gameplay hitboxes they said they were going to work on it like it they showed that they worked on it but it didn't really like it looked like it was the same game it took them forever to make updates I mean, like, this is a dope, this is a, a Warner Brothers game. Come on! Didn't they didn't they slow down leveling up? Yeah, like they're like everyone's leveling up too fast. We have to slow it down. Yeah, and then like what's what I thought was funny was when they announced that they were gonna pull it. Those people that bought the Founders Pack, which is a hundred dollars by the way, they're like, "Dude, you guys better refund me." I'm like, I'm sure you guys are gonna keep that when it comes back out. If it comes back out, I'm gonna laugh my ass off. If it doesn't. Um, but their will. cosmetics were stupid expensive. For one skin, it was like twenty bucks. I almost felt like Overwatch. Over, I mean Overwatch Two. Like it was just ridiculous how much uh, you, were, you had to pay. Bugs Bunny was in that, right? Yeah, he did was they, broken. Did they have the skin where he's dressed as a Viking lady? Yes. Oh, I would. I would have blown twenty bucks on that. I'm sorry. That's the one thing I would have been like, "Yep, give me Lady Bugs Bunny," because he, hey. Lady, Ladybug's bunnies, kind of cute. Maybe, had, uh, maybe what's her name's than, Lola, Nick. Come maybe on. cuter than Lola. Sorry, Bugs Bunny's got that dog in him. <laughs> the game Jesus. was the game was like heavy on projectiles. Projectile metal was like real. Like I was an Arya main, and it was hard to play because like you had people playing like Tom and Jerry, Bugs Bunny, Batman. Like, oh, it was I so remember, broken. I remember watching you stream it and thinking, like, wow, there's a lot of, like, stuff being thrown around. Like, there yeah. it doesn't seem like there's a lot of, like, room for grappling. And I'm sure there were some characters that were good with grapple, but it seemed yeah. more on the, hey, I'm going to throw Jerry at you, you fuck. Yeah, and, like, and then they had to, like, make it to where, like, oh, no, Jerry's a heavy projectile. The Batarang's a heavy projectile. Like, you, you can't... You could dodge it, but like if it hits you, you get stunned or whatever. Like, it's just, it's gonna do force. Like, it's the dumbest thing ever. Oh, Superman! Superman was the one that could do like grapples, where like he could pull you, like throw you either up in the air and instantly kill you, throw you off to the side of the the place or side of the uh, map, kill you instantly, throw you on the ground, kill you instantly. Like Superman was so stupid. I don't think this Fuck game's coming versus. back. I don't think it's coming back. It's <laughs> they say they back. said early 2024. I just I look at the state of everything with WB, like how they're treating all their other media, and I'm just like I don't see multiverses making a comeback. But maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong because a lot of people I mean, like, would be out of money if they don't. <laughs> Do you know what uh, I see happening with WB though? What I see DC failing completely on everything next year. And I see WB being bought out by somebody. Like what do you, Disney. What do you think of um what do you think of the new Superman and Lois casting? 
I don't. I th- Lois, the Lois Lane looks fine. I don't agree with Superman. He looks like I can give him a noogie and get away with it. Yes. I feel like there's going to be a lot of CGI again. We're, we're not bringing back CGI. It's James Gunn, but it's, dude, yeah. That, that Flash movie, dude, I can't. I love how everybody was like, oh, James Gunn approves of it. Dude, James Gunn is going to do whatever it takes to make that paycheck. And they told him to, you know, go underneath the table and be founding member of WB. He's going to fucking do it. Oh, boy. We're moving on before. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. I think James Gunn had a tweet like that that got him canceled one time. Diablo 4 server debacle this was very recent this was this week well no it's so the debacle started with they said you the only way you can play it is if you connect it to a server even single player Mm. and this week proved why you need it and that is because the servers went down and some people couldn't even get on them for over 20 hours didn't the servers get ddosed yes fucking gamers (laughs) Well, this is the well. That was like the giant. If I have to be online, I'm going to show you what happens. What happens when you piss off a million gamers because they're trying to play Diablo Floor? That, that one can stay. That one's very recent, and that does seem like a headache. But also, like, a, hey, this was bound to happen. Yeah. Uh, state of game developers in the twenties. What's what's everyone got on this? I've got a yeah. I've got a piece, but go ahead, Josh. So so mine was. The, the trend as of like starting in the 20s and it was probably a little bit before that but it's just you know we're in 2020 halfway through 2023 and it just seems to be every single game developers thing is they don't give us a fully released game there's so many issues at launch and they all come out with some type of letter yay we're sorry you know for the state of our game uh we'll work on it or this is not what we intended it's it, to me it's just a giant fuck you like i get one company doing it maybe two like whatever but for at this point almost every single major developer out there to come out and do this i mean there's actually a meme and it's a picture of like all the most recent games like cyberpunk 20 20, i mean just every every game you can think of that was having issues they there was a press release uh, letter to the gamers to the fans I think I saw this meme because it was in the comic with like the stick figure, like, Hey, PC master race, how you doing? And yeah. like, it was PC master race with like all of those, but all of those, uh, apology screens. And it's the face. It's like, Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's bad. Like it, we went from pre-orders to, alphas to we're never going to release the game to okay we finally will release the game but it's not going to be finished to oh we can get away with just an apology rather than actually refunding people i think my least favorite thing about the apologies across the board is the like i i i'm okay with the roadmaps i hate roadmaps that are a not like something that was thought out beforehand but as a hey this is a reactionary roadmap that we're putting out because we know that you guys are mad that we didn't do this 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 and this Right. It's just it, it's it's a slap to the face to everybody. And the fact that they think they can just do that and get away with it is like, no, that that's not OK. Fix your sh- like there is no way that in beta testing, everybody said, oh, this game's fucking cool. Let's go in and release it. No, someone's someone clearly went, dude, this is not ready to go out. I well, And I'm not saying it's like the people who are actually doing the hard work that are saying, you know, not letting it happen or 
letting it happen. I say it's the big wigs who think, oh, we got to make money. We're, we're hemorrhaging over here. Right. It's, well, it's, yeah, it's the business folk that are like, oh, hey, we need, we need something to come out. Uh, end of Q1. What, hey, fiscal, the fiscal year is coming to a close. We need to get some, we need some money on the books. Can you put out, can you put out Mass Effect Andromeda? Can you put out the cyberpunk? We've delayed it enough. Let's put it out. But also I think games are getting too big for their britches. I, that's something I thought about with cyberpunk. That's something I think about often. Like games are just like the, the smaller games they're going to have their every game's going to have its issues but Mm -hmm. i don't need a big sprawling city where i have a hundred things to do i fucking i live near a city and do that every day i don't need that shit i don't need to i don't need to augment my junk in uh, fucking fucking cyberpunk i don't need to do all that so you're not cyber fucking the hooker while shooting at cops and drug dealers no i do that in real life (laughs) (laughs) i don't need it in games they just need to they need to cool it with these big games i think triple a needs to sit down and look at what the indie scene is doing right now and try to implement their own indie strategy i think i think the the big publishers too need to look at it i think microsoft really had something special with stuff like uh what was it called uh xbox live arcade where the smaller indies reigned supreme. Microsoft did their special events, like their ID at Xbox. They did the Summer of Arcade, stuff like that. I think everyone would be smart to get back on the smaller side. Like, look at... Look at Steam Next Fest. I don't. I don't like the what's the what's the game show we watched the with all the trailers. Summerfest. Um, what, what is it? Summerfest. I'm not big on Summerfest because that feels more corporate. Whereas. I, I know Steam's a corporation, fuck me, but fuck you. Steam Next Fest, yeah, there are some big games in there with demos, but you have all these little indie games with their demos vying for eyeballs, vying to get downloaded, vying to get played because publishers are getting that information. I think everyone just really needs to embrace the, that smaller world. and that, So I think state of game developers in the 20s can stay. Uh, the last one on here, having a biggest, having a biggest headache and a biggest disappointment category. I'm mad at myself for that. Yeah, you confused the shit out of his last name. He got mad for no reason. I get mad all the time. What are you talking about? For those for those who are asking, Josh, what do you mean? We didn't hear this last night or, you know, the last episode. Well, after we got done, you know, recording, Nick goes, oh, we're going to talk about these three. And he goes, uh, biggest headache. Well, in the original sheet, it didn't say biggest headache. It said headache of the year. I said, okay, well, I have headache of the year and I have biggest disappointment. And he kept yelling at us and getting aggressive about it. And it's like, Nick, I'm sorry that you're illiterate and can't read, but this is what we're seeing. It was not it was not as aggressive as he's making it sound. Jake, how aggressive was it? Uh, I shit my pants. See? Two against one. These fucking kids. Hey, we got to whittle this list down, you guys. <laughs> um, Nick, do you play 19 Years of Shadow anymore? No, Since because I, fin- it? I finished it. Uh, I think that can go away. I know it was a headache at the time, but now that it's over with, aren't you glad? I mean, if it was that big of a headache, I would have stopped, right? Yeah. You kept going. You kept it's gone. Persistent. Nine years of shadow crashing is gone. I think we can get rid of the Microsoft Activision acquisition because I think it'll still be here by the time this comes up at the end of the year. Oh, yeah, and it'll just get more convoluted. Oh, yeah, more and more and more stuff out. I, I do love all the details we're getting where Microsoft's like, we're last in the console race. Nobody loves us. <laughs> I mean, it's only a matter of time until PlayStation pulls out their portable 
uh, I, I device. Forgot I forget what it's called again. I forgot about that stupid fucking thing. We're moving on from that. <laughs> uh, games journalism, and it's gone. It's go- it's going to keep being that way unless you like are a higher up or you're doing the guides. I don't think. I don't think there's a lot of journalists go- going to be left in a lot of the places unless you're IGN. <laughs> yeah, at least until the the state of gaming gets better. Get rid of that. Uh, can we, uh, are we totally surprised by Redfall? Like, it was a headache, it sucked, but, like, was it surprise? Like, not that it needs to be surprising, but... I think it was a headache because if you bought it, you're like, what the fuck? Otherwise, I, you deleted it, and you didn't play it anymore. See, I think it's a headache if you're expecting, like, this great game, whereas if you're like me and, like, you like watching train wrecks, it's not so much a headache. Because I, I was giddy about watching the stuff that was popping up. Like, I see a bad game. I see bad something on Twitter or YouTube. And I'm like, oh, this is fascinating. As opposed to, oh, shit. Yeah, I can go. All right. Hey, we're doing a good job whittling here. Uh, da, 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 da. So, if I'm looking at this list... I think Forspoken voice acting can go. We've already, we've already had a long talk about Forspoken, one in biggest slept game. I still think people are really annoying about it, but I'm done giving them their day in the light. Yeah, yeah. I would say multiverses can go too, because honestly, no one's really talking about it. <laughs> it just, it, it oh, died. it's gone. <laughs> okay. I mean, we have a select few. I think it was just a headache that, like, oh, hey, they're going to do all this work. And, oh, hey, we're actually going to pull it now. We're going to pull it, and it'll come back, I, I guess. Back. It's not coming back. I'm just going to laugh my ass off. I'm going to sit there on Twitter and just, oh. Soak in the tears of the people who bought the the, uh, the biggest edition. Yeah, their the money back. Pack. I just want my Viking lady bugs bunny. Nick, we'll get you a pen. Don't worry. All right multiverses is gone uh do we think hogwarts or atomic are going to stay because i have a follow-up question could we not just combine those two i think we can combine because they were they came out about the same time didn't they same time same same basically same exact exact issue almost same exact situation people hate this group or this person associated with the game Get half mad want it if, reviewed and the other half don't want it reviewed. Get mad if it's reviewed. Get mad if it's not reviewed. Rinse, wash, repeat. So we'll yeah. combine those. Whew, I gotta sneeze. Sneeze, Jake. When you die, oh, nothing I did, happens. Man. I just turn off the mic, man. No, not what you need to hear when you sneeze. <laughs> uh, last of Us PC release. I was thinking, come off of here. Sony's had a handful of bad. Like first party releases on PC, right? Yeah. And full baddies. Wasn't the first Horizon when they ported it last year or two years ago kind of rough? Mm, yep. I think uh, was it Spider-Man had some issues too. Spider-Man had a few issues. I think Spider-Man was one of the cleaner ones, but it still had its issues. I think Returnal had some issues. I think so, yeah. So I think it can come off. I mean, it's just uh, Sony game running bad on PC. Water no. is wet at 8 p.m. Coming up. Details at 8. All right, so we have left Hogwarts Legacy slash Atomic Heart coverage, Diablo 4 server debacle, 
state of the game state of game developers in the 20s still feels weird saying the 20s and having a biggest headache and biggest disappointment category i think we know which one to get rid of nick it's diablo 4 right no it's the one you gave us the biggest headache and biggest disappointment category i was going for the meta joke god damn it I'm tired well, of let meta. The, let, ti- the, let the hackers take care of Diablo 4, okay? I'm tired of meta commentary, so I'm okay with deleting it. It's gone. Ernie just yeah. stepped on my keyboard, so I don't know the, why. The cheaters, the cheat or cheaters, the hackers are doing us a favor right now, okay? Uh, let's see here. So we have three left the Hogwarts Legacy slash Atomic Heart coverage, Diablo 4 server debacle, and state of the game developers in the 20s. I think Diablo 4 takes the top spot. Yeah, because I, well... Just because the ga- the gamers came out and said it right away, like, hey, like, it's kind of shit that I have to be online to play single player. And then they get DDoSed, and they're like, hey, we kind of fucking told you, bitches. Yeah. Bitch. Okay, I can see, I can see Diablo 4 being number, number one. Hey, Blizzard. Hey, motherfucker. Didn't you learn... How many times must we teach you this lesson, old man? So Diablo 4 takes the top spot. And then are you guys okay with Hogwarts and Atomic Heart being above State of Game yep. Developers? Yeah. yeah, that's fine. All right. So, hey, biggest headache. We've got Diablo 4 server debacle hash, or slash single player issues. And then underneath it, the Hogwarts Legacy slash Atomic Heart coverage. And then in third, State of Game Developers in the 20s, a.k.a. the Apology Image. I'm going to add that. I actually like that. He likes it. Apology image congrats to the winners i think on that i don't think that's i don't think they're winners at that point <laughs> thank you you gave me an aneurysm congrats to the winners hey guys we made it through day three that's right we're here we did it it's done we're gonna recap on the day three winners real quick we had biggest surprise with hi-fi rush coming in first and dave the diver in the last spell coming in behind it we had biggest Sleeper game with Forspoken taking the top spot and Mr. Sun's hat box and Dead Island 2 coming in under that. And then for biggest headache, Diablo 4 server debacle slash single player issues taking the cake with the Hogwarts Legacy slash Atomic Heart coverage and state of game developers in the 20s slash the apology image coming in second and third respectively. Respective? I don't know. I don't know anymore. English. English, motherfucker, do you speak it? Hey, we made it to day three. Day four is coming up. We got three more categories for you. We've got biggest disappointment. We've got deadest live game. And we've got best new character. That one's a change up. So be ready for that. Uh, Everybody, this has been Smashing Game Time. We hope you all had a smashing great time. We'll see each and every one of you next time.